Welcome back to the podcast, Unbinding the Bible. Mortimer Adler once said that in the case of good books, the point is not to see how many of them you can get through, but rather how many can get through to you. And many books over the years have gotten through to me, if you will, in profound ways, changing both my thinking and my life. And I'd like to share some of them with you. And so beginning with this episode, I am beginning a new series within the podcast called By the Book. And what I plan to do is sprinkle periodically throughout the podcast various interviews with authors whose writings have impacted my thinking, which I hope then will give you access into some of these other minds and other perspectives. And if for whatever reason a particular book has been profound for me but I'm unable to connect with the author, then I plan to review some of those significant books for you myself, walking you through what they're about and why they've proven valuable to me and might also prove valuable to you. And so with this little mini-series, this will not take over the podcast by any stretch. I'm hoping just to sprinkle these periodically throughout the podcast. But I want this to be an encouragement for all of us to become better readers of the Bible by being challenged by the insights and thoughts of others who have studied the Bible sometimes long before us, and in other cases, those who are studying it right along with us. And so I hope you're going to stick around and join me. Let's just jump right in as we sort of talk our way through this introductory episode. Now, in this introductory episode to our little By the Book series, I do not have an author lined up for this particular episode. And what I was hoping to do instead was simply to talk with you a little bit about the reasons behind what I'm, what I'm planning to do. Um, a number of you have asked me in weeks and months past if I have any sort of reading list, of things that I would recommend to some of you, and we've had some dialogues about that. A number of you have shared that that you've been in church um, all your life and you've not heard the Bible presented in the way that you've heard it on this podcast. And of course, those conversations are lots of fun to have, but I do not want you to walk away from this podcast with any kind of impression that I am an original thinker, um, because the fact is I'm not. Um, I am, I, I hope, opening myself up to what the Holy Spirit wants to do in and through me as I read the scriptures, but I am always reading other books. I'm always listening to the voices of men and women who have studied the scriptures as well and are looking at things sometimes from a very different perspective than me, but are offering me insights. And so, um, no, these things are not unique to me, um, and I hope to to get some interviews on this podcast where you'll be able to hear firsthand these are some of the individuals whose writings have allowed me to think the way that I do. And again, not that my thinking is in any way unique. This podcast is very subjective. This is very much my attempt to help you understand the scriptures better. And you may disagree with many things that I say in this podcast, and that's awesome because you have a perspective and your perspective is valuable. I am just doing the best that I know how at walking you through things that I think are significant and helping us see blind spots. Again, blind spots that from my vantage point are coming straight from the recognition that I have been blind to many of these things in my own life. 
And so while I would never have wanted somebody to come um, and beat me down for my wrong views of the Bible, I also hope to take that same um, understanding tone as I share um, maybe some challenging, maybe even some controversial statements. And so um, for me, books have become a very important part of my life, and um, I am familiar with contexts in which um, sometimes Christians are a bit hesitant with books. They they think that the Bible all by itself should be enough for us. And, and to that, it isn't that I don't think the Bible is enough. It's that the way the Bible even talks about the human person and the way the Bible itself even talks about the Christian church, none of these things are meant to be understood, lived into, embraced, or 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 grasped in isolation from other people. In fact, the Bible itself tells us that we cannot even love God unless we are loving our neighbor. And so the way the Lord set the world up was that we would need one another. We would be in community, not meaning 50 individual people who all happen to be gathering in the same room worshiping the Lord, but rather knowing that something special is happening when those 50 people gather together as a community. And so I um, never read books um, all through school. I was one of those um, snotty kids that was stubborn and refused to read even in junior high, high school, and even through college. Um, I do not say this with any level of um, arrogance or pride, but I actually did not read a book in its entirety that I wasn't absolutely forced to read. I did not read a book willingly in my entire life until I was 24 years old. And um, I know that sounds crazy, and it was. Um, I was a father. I was married. And my wife, who's been a voracious reader her whole life, uh, finally convinced me to read something. And I began with the Chronicles of Narnia, C.S. Lewis's uh, fictional books, beginning with The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And after reading that book, I was hooked and read the remaining six books in that series within a matter of weeks and um, have fallen in love with reading and have been a reader ever since. And so it's actually C.S. Lewis... Um, that I want to bring up in this particular episode just as a way of, of explanation and a little little thought process for us. Uh, but Lewis, if you know anything about C.S. Lewis, um, was a professor of medieval literature for a number of years as his main career, although you may know him as someone who can speak very confidently and very boldly and insightfully about theology, about ethics, about philosophy, you name it. And that is primarily because Lewis was also an avid reader and would oftentimes be questioned regarding why spend so much time reading, what does it mean to be a reader, and who are fake readers, and who are real readers. And Lewis actually wrote a book called An Experiment in Criticism, and it is all throughout his book talking about what makes a quality reader, what makes a quality book, how would you know if a book is worth reading giving the author the benefit of the doubt your first time through. And then, of course, if you find a book that is really worthwhile, it is oftentimes advantageous for everyone involved to read it multiple times. And so Lewis, as you may know, spent his time writing not just nonfiction, but also fiction. And of course, fiction is how I got into Lewis, but 
at the the epilogue to this book, a, um, an experiment in criticism, Lewis is talking about the value of reading fiction. He's talking about the value of reading other people's made-up stories. But I think what he says about that reality can just as easily apply to the reading of nonfiction. And, and some of the authors I hope to interview um, are, in fact, writers of nonfiction. And so I don't want you to to mistake that. But let me just read for you a couple lines from Lewis. It's it's pretty profound, and I want to use this more or less as a springboard to once again explain why I think this is valuable to do for interview purposes on this podcast, but even more so why I think it's valuable that Christians especially take the time to read other people's ideas. And so here's what Lewis says when he's talking about reading of the fi- of fiction. He says, and when we do, we seek an enlargement of our being. We want to be more than ourselves. Each of us by nature sees the whole world from one point of view with a perspective and a selectiveness peculiar to himself. We want to see with other eyes, to imagine with other imaginations, to feel with other hearts as well as with our own. He goes on, The man who is contented to be only himself, and therefore less a self, is in prison. My own eyes are not enough for me. I will see through those of others. In reading great literature, I become a thousand men and yet remain myself. Here, as in worship, in love, in moral action, and in knowing, I transcend myself and am never more myself than when I do. Now, Lewis is never at a loss for perfectly stated realities, and this is a prime example of that. If you've ever read anything by C.S. Lewis, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But listen to the way he speaks. He's bringing up the idea that without other influences, without community, without other thoughts, other minds, other imaginations, we are limited And he calls it, we are less than a self. We are in prison if the only thoughts with which we are able to see the world and understand reality and understand ourselves are limited to what we understand already. And so what I think that is so helpful about what Lewis is saying and what I would like to use this quote to do through this particular series is to allow us to be to walk into the the mindsets of other imaginations, to see the world with other eyes, um, to feel with other hearts as well as with our own. And so I don't want anybody who's listening to this podcast to say, oh, you know, I don't need to go read all of these things. I just, you know, listen to what somebody says. We're all going to come across times when being aware of reality having listened to perspectives that we will never share because we aren't those people is an incredibly valuable way to to look at reality. And, and I can't tell you the number of times for me personally in the last 15 or so years since I've been a reader, I guess it's been about 17 years, but um, in the last number of years, I will read something from someone and think, wow, that is just, I have just never thought about it that way. Is that really true? And then I'll go back to the Bible just holding on to that perspective that for me was something I have simply never pondered before. And I'll read the Bible from that point on and say, oh, wait a minute. 
their perspective actually makes a whole lot of sense of this section that I never once understood before. And so that's what I really hope to accomplish through what we're doing here. I, I would highly encourage you when you see these episodes pop up, they won't be numbered um, like the rest of the, the episodes have been typically where I am teaching something or I am preaching. Those are the episodes that you've noticed so far have been numbered all the way through this podcast. I, I am not stopping with Revelation series. These will simply be sprinkled throughout as an unnumbered episode just called By the Book and then the colon and then probably the author's name or perhaps the book that he or she has written um, that I hope to highlight for you in the discussion. But what I want you to be able to do here is to be able to just listen in on a conversation. A conversation between two Christians who are trying to grasp reality in a Christ-centered way, who are trying to understand the scriptures in a way that make the best sense of the world that God's made and the way he wants us to live faithfully in it as his followers. And then to just listen. I mean, we may crack up, we may mess up, we may joke around. I'm not exactly sure where some of these conversations are going to go. But one thing I realize is that as much as I love to teach one of the things that is lacking in my podcast is the fact that it is just me talking to you and to bring in other voices. Even if those voices tend to agree with what I'm thinking, I'm going to bring in some voices of those who, when I first read their book, they greatly shaped the way I think about the very things that I'm teaching you. Some of the books I've read from the authors I'll interview, I've read 10 years ago. Others I've read in the last month. And so what I really want this time to be is it's going to be a time of learning for me, which is what this podcast has been in its entirety anyway. Um, it has been a way for me to work out a lot of my own thoughts. But I wanted to invite you in. I wanted you to be along for the ride as we do these interviews, the kinds of things that I'll learn, the things that you'll hear me share about my own personal life and some of the things that I don't get into a lot in the podcast wanted to give you the chance to listen in as men and women or whoever I have on this show. Um, I, I have some authors who are, are women that I want to interview, and I have a few lined up right now of books that have um, profoundly shaped the way that I think about reality and particularly how I think about revelation. And um, so I'm very excited for this. I'm hoping that you'll find it valuable. I'm hoping that you'll be challenged. I know Many of the books that have impacted you may not be the same ones that have impacted me, and that's okay. Um, the world is full of opportunities to be strengthened, to be challenged, to be taught something new, and I think this is a, is a journey for all of us. We're all on it together, and in, in whatever ways other minds and other imaginations and other eyes can challenge us to think differently about the world to think differently about ourselves, to think more rightly about Jesus Christ and what it means to follow him in this world, I think this will be a success. And so right along with the nature of everything I'm doing in this podcast, I really want these interviews to be helpful for you. I am sharing with each author that I intend to interview precisely who I have in mind as my audience and that's you guys. You're, you're my listeners. You're my faithful ones every week who interact with me, who let me know. You're, you're still tracking with various episodes in the podcast. And I want, I, I've 
allowed them to to hear my perspective too that I want to pastor you all through these thoughts and and mindsets and ideas as well and to encourage you to be able to pick up a book and to read it and to to decide you know if I disagree with this that's fine I am now realizing that there's a part of the world, there's at least this perspective that's out there, and if you disagree, great, these will then be instructive for you in helping you realize this is the perspective that I really need to disagree with if I do. And what I think would be really valuable for the church would for there to be much more actual understanding about what a differing viewpoint says than what you think. Instead of simply saying, um, I disagree with that and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on. Um, we need healthy dialogue. We need deep thinking. And as I've said about this podcast as a whole, I want us to be better readers of the Bible. I want us to be able to see in the person of Jesus the profound nature of reality that I think is right there with him. That we sometimes gloss over and oversimplify in our desire to try to understand reality. And there are men and there are women who have given their lives to studying and have seen things from countless hours and hours of study, looking deep into the passages that we've only scratched the surface in and are coming up with conclusions that are simply profound. And then checking that against church history and checking that against other writers and other thinkers and asking, does this work in real life? What would it look like? And so I just want to introduce you to some of those people, some of the people that have shaped my thinking, who have shaped my life, and I'm hoping might have the chance to shape yours as well. And so that's all the time I have for this introductory episode. Um, Again, I'm not even certain when the first one of these will come out. But this was something that has been on my mind and heart for a number of weeks, and I kind of got the details ironed out this week and thought, you know what, let's just introduce it. That'll give me some accountability to line up more of these interviews, and that'll give you something to look forward to in the weeks and the months to come. So thank you so much for tuning into this week. Talk to you next time.